0: Welcome back to Be The Good With Kate, the show that inspires each of us to see how we have the power to make a difference all around us. Each episode highlights an individual doing good in the world while following their passions, good for their own souls and for others. I get so excited about sharing each and every episode of Be The Good With You, and I hope you enjoy these people and stories. If you're new here, welcome. And if you are returning, thank you so much for your support. I'm so glad you found Be The Good With Kate and would love to hear from you. If you're finding value in these episodes, I invite you to share with someone who could also use this dose of good news or tag me on social with your favorite quote from the episode. Every share, subscriber, review, and comment helps me to share these guests' wonderful work to more people. Thank you for your help in this. Now, on to this week's episode. Let's spread a little more goodness in the world. After two years of this wonderful labor of love, I will need to add in some sponsors to help the show grow and help these guests' incredible stories get out there to inspire more people. So I wanted to give you the heads up, and if you know a business of any size who would be interested in collaborating and aligns with our mission here, feel free to send them my way. Many thanks. In taking classes over the years or observing workout videos, one major piece that is often missing, stressing safety and form. Additionally, group fitness classes are often marketed as being open to all levels, yet how often do instructors not give modifications nor progressions so that each participant truly can get what he or she needs out of the class? So that's why I created the 101 series, which take things back to basics with three separate courses, Bar 101, Pilates 101, and Hit 101, focusing on safety and efficiency so you can maximize maximize your workouts. Be confident when you step into a group fitness class or workout on your own. Be strong in your execution of the most common exercises and be proud of yourself for taking these huge steps forward on your health journey. Check it out at BeByKate.com. The link is in the show notes. Welcome back to Be The Good With Kate. Today, I am so happy to introduce you to Brandi
1: Ramirez. She is a remarkable woman who is a wife, a mother, a volunteer, a triathlete coach. She created She Strong and has done so much more. She's a cancer survivor and just seems to never stop. She Strong, just to give you a little background, celebrates women who have faced or are facing a cancer diagnosis and are challenging themselves to take the next step in their fitness journey. We strive to empower women and give them a positive environment where they can be motivated and inspire others brandy will tell you more of course so brandy thanks so much for being here thank you for having me i super appreciate it Um, absolutely my pleasure and brandy please i gave a tiny intro but tell everybody more about who you are and what you do in your own words
2: okay so um i am a certified ironman coach i'm a tridot coach i have a bachelor's in science and health certified in yoga and Pilates reformer and i just became a usat certified race director Um, those are all things that are passions of mine and I battled cancer back in 2017, they became a greater passion after my battle with cancer. I was, um, almost at the end of my battle and my energy levels started coming back. I'm an Ironman competitor myself. And so we have these times where we have an off season and then, you know, we decide to go out for a quick run, kind of build up to get back, to get back into racing, so when I was doing my cancer, all I thought about was racing. I was just in race mode, trying to eat healthy, trying to stay as healthy as I could while battling my cancer. Um, I got to the end and decided, hey, I'm going to do a run. I just want to do a quick one mile run, kind of see how I feel. So I went out and uh, it was a huge disaster. <laughs> like I did not realize how badly six months of aggressive chemo Um I had 13 bouts of radiation, and then I had an 11-hour surgery where they forced me into menopause at the age of 42 because my cancer is estrogen and progesterone fed. So they had to make sure my body stopped producing that. Um, yeah, it was, it was devastating. I went out, came home, just cried in the shower. It was you know, one of those moments where I was like, uh, yeah, I kind of felt broken. And then I thought to myself, okay, I know how to start from the bottom. I have all this knowledge. So I'm going to start at the bottom. I'm going to build my endurance. I'm going to build my strength. I'm going to get myself back to where I was. And at that moment, I kind of had this aha moment. Like how many other women have done this, gone through cancer, chemo, radiation, surgeries to to beat it and decide, hey, I want to be stronger again. And I want to be better than I was prior to my diagnosis. And how many of them went to the gym or went out for a run or, just whatever kind of fitness they were into only to do what I did to like fail miserably and realize my body has really been through a lot. And how many of them don't have my knowledge? So how many of them just gave up? And so that day in that shower was when I decided to create She Strong. I wanted to help other women and just say, you're not your diagnosis and you can be better.
1: Wow. Wow. To take one step back, were you always into fitness and health? I know your degree is in that. Did you grow up in sports or was this found along the way?
2: No. So I did not grow up in sports. Um, I was raised by my mom who probably wasn't the best mom, right? We moved a lot. I never really had a stable foundation. Um, I wasn't allowed to do sports because she didn't want to take me to my practices and to, like, I tried out for track and I made the the track team. I tried out for basketball in junior high and I made that team, but she wouldn't allow me to do it. So no, I wasn't really raised in fitness. It wasn't anything that was on the forefront for me. I got into fitness after I had my third child, my son. Um, It was just one of those things where, you know, I wanted to be better and stronger. And so he would wake up at like five in the morning and I would nurse him and the whole house was just quiet, but I was still awake. And so I decided I'm going to start walking, you know, here in Arizona at five in the morning, especially in the summertime, it's already like 80 degrees, the sun's out. And yeah, so then I, it was just a slow progression. I started walking, then I started running, then I started doing like five Ks and 10 Ks. I had a really good friend um, who was training for an Ironman. And so I asked her what an Ironman was. I didn't know. So she broke it down. And I remember asking her like, you do this in one day? And she was like, this is not a three-day event. And I'm like, you're running a full marathon at the end. This should be a three-day event. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, And so then for me at the time, I went into like the 70.3, which is a half Ironman um, doing 70 miles in one race a day. Like that that was more rational to me (laughs) than doing 140.6. And so that's kind of how I got into it. I didn't get into yoga either or any of my degrees. Like I got certified in 2015 as an Ironman coach. And so all of those clearly happened later in my life, not when I was younger.
1: I always think that's so interesting because I think there is, we talked about this actually with Jason Baha who for the audience, that is actually how Brandy and I got connected through a guest. I think he, his episode came out, I think in January, Jason, and he also said, you know, I didn't always have this incredible fitness, uh, just mentality and, and just ability or the ability was there, but he didn't find it. And I think so often people hear like, oh, you do Ironman. So like, oh, well, you must always have been someone who did this sort of thing, but it's that like, it's never too late to find whether it's a whole new career or an entire love of fitness or to increase our health. It's, it's never too late and you can always find it. And you started with walking early in the morning. And I just, I love that. That's such an inspiration for people too, to start simple.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's, you know, I tell all of my athletes and my best advice usually is, you know, don't, don't think you can go out and just go big and hard the very first day, you know, you have to build up to it. And so, yeah, it was just a slow progression. I was walking and then I was like, Hey, I'm going to run from here to the end of the block. And <laughs> oh then gosh. just got bigger and bigger from there. So. Oh, that's incredible.
1: All right so now going back to 2017 and 2018 uh you battling cancer you're going through all the treatment and then you decide to start She Strong how were you how did you get that off
2: the ground like what was the
1: path to creating that once you had the idea
2: Well so funny thing when I got my certification in 2015 um I created a Facebook page called She Strong but I never did anything with it I just let it sit there it was never really my intention to use my certification, my coaching certification to actually like coach other people. I got that because I wanted answers on how to train, on how to get better, how to get stronger. Um, my ex-husband and I have a business that pays the bills. And, and so that was my primary focus was I want knowledge for me. Then when all of this happened, I already had that she strong page. And it was kind of that moment. Um, when I went through my cancer, My oncologist had zero, zero questions for why I was sick. His very first thing was like, oh, you have to be BRCA positive, which is the genetic gene that people can carry that, you know, let other people know that you're going to have cancer probably at some time in your life. Um, I was BRCA negative. I have no family history. Here I was an Ironman competitor at the time. I only had, um, well, I had my four kids. I adopted a son later on, but um, so I had my four kids. I nursed all my children. I'm pretty strong and healthy. And he just looked at me and said, I have zero, zero answers for why you have this disease. And so I was like, okay, so you kind of go through this, right? Where you're just like, okay, why me? Why am I sick? Why do I have this disease? And I I did have that question throughout all of my treatment. When I had that breakdown in the shower, I was kind of like, this is why I'm supposed to help other people. Mm -hmm. And that was what I started doing. Um, I just, started really simple. I created a private Facebook group and just a couple of ladies that I had spoken to in other forums when it came to racing, they were like, I was just diagnosed. I was diagnosed. How'd you do it? And so then I created a private group that, I mean, I can remember when I hit a hundred ladies in there, I was just ecstatic. I was like, oh my gosh, I have a hundred women in this group. Now we're up to 3,900. Um, wow! They're from around the world. And it's just it's very positive group, but it's also very blunt. Like, you know, we share stories, we share pictures. Did you do this? Did I do this? And it's just kind of grown into this wonderful community of women helping women. Wow. What a
1: huge resource for people. What are some of those, I like to call them good news moments that you have gotten to witness or experience either in your own life or through people you've met through
2: this community since? So I have one lady um, and she's just amazing. I'll give you her first name. Her name is Mary and she is in her sixties. She's been a part of this group for probably about a year and a half, two years, you know, um, and not everybody in this group is into fitness or, you know, looking to do an Ironman or anything like that. They're they're all different cancer diagnoses, different athleticism. Um, she, she joined... Quite some time ago, just for the positive reinforcement, there's a lot of groups out there that are very scary, and I've been part of those groups, and you know they make you think about the what ifs and what if it comes back, right? And it's just oh. a very dark, scary place. She Strong is not that; it's just mm-hmm. very positive. So hearing women tell me like, I gave my gynecologist the information on She Strong. This is so positive. You've helped me so much, and I want them to pass it on to other women that was a huge moment for me. Like it made me feel very special, but this lady, Mary, I, I put up five K's once a year in this group and she decided to do this five K and she wrote me later. And she said, I've always been a couch potato. She's in her late sixties. I have never wanted to do anything. I have never thought about doing anything. Everybody in this group inspired me to do this five K. And I was just like, That's amazing. This woman cycles almost every single day of her life now, even if it's just 10 miles. And she constantly is just like, look at all these stairs I climbed, look at what I did today. And it's just so wonderful to know that she's up and she's active and mobile because she found inspiration in that group.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, I'm also in the fitness industry and a personal trainer. So just seeing that from you know, your quote unquote everyday people, like finding those, oh my gosh, that was a huge step for you. You know, it's it's so exciting. And then to add the whole health history on top of it that you're observing is just another 10 levels of awesome, you know, so to speak. Yeah,
2: it really is. And then um the second year that we were She Strong, I applied to USAT for a grant during COVID. Oh, USAT uh, gave us a grant to create a She Strong triathlon team. And so we raced in Maryland, there was eight of us who raced individually, and then we had one relay team of three ladies. And so that was just, that was a wonderful moment too.
1: And now how was that? Cause I was curious when you were telling the story about going through cancer treatment as well, how was it going from feeling like, oh, that one mile isn't going to happen to I'm back in a race?
2: Yeah. So that was really crazy. Um, I, I I still remember it like it was yesterday. That happened in 2021. We went to Maryland. Uh, Maryland, it's called the Eagle Man, so it's a 70.3, and I raced the entire race myself. I was not part of a relay team, but I remember landing on the plane in Maryland, and I was just like, "This is so surreal. Like, am I really here? Am I really doing this?" It had been five years since my diagnosis to the time that I got a race again. And so it was just huge. I remember standing in front of the water and I was just like, am I going to wake up? Am I going to just be like, this isn't real yet? You haven't even gotten on the plane yet. You haven't been here for two days. Um, and then crossing that finish line. And not only did I cross that finish line, I'm not a podium person, right? I haven't ever hit first or second in my age group. I'm usually kind of somewhere in a seven hour range. Um, I actually hit a PR on that race. I finished uh, it in like 615 after being off for five years and battling cancer and all these other things. So incredible. it was just one of the best days of my life.
1: And then just for people who aren't familiar with this world, what does USAT stand for? And what does PR stand for?
2: <laughs> so USAT uh, is USA triathlon. They are part mm-hmm. of the Olympic governing board. So um, any athlete in the world, it doesn't matter what age you are, if you want to be considered um you know a sanctioned swimmer or a sanctioned whatever gymnast, then you get your sanctioning through USA.gov. And so my sanctioning is through USA triathlon.gov. So it's the biggest, you know, corporation foundation here in the US for sanctioned athletes. It's a really big event. Um, a PR stands for a personal record. So it just means that I that was my fastest time ever. That's amazing.
1: Your first race back. Do do you, or did you, or do you now have any mantras or quotes or anything like that, that get you through these races or got you through the insanity of going through cancer treatment and then coming back to athleticism, anything that gets you through that?
2: Yeah. So my mantra is really simple. It's two words, never quit. That's it. And so like my slogan is she's strong where she's strong and never quits. And now, do you
1: have any advice that you would give to someone who says, you know, they are in awe of how you have used your experiences to give back to others and they want to do something like that, but they don't know where to start. They want to make a difference. They don't know where to start. Is there any
2: advice you'd give them? Um, My advice would be just to kind of look around you, like, you know, I really didn't know what I was going to do. And as, as she strong began to grow and um, have more impact, I still was kind of like, I didn't know what, what I really wanted to do. I loved that I had this group and I was helping other women and these other women were helping other women within this group, but that still wasn't my like moment, right? Like I knew I wanted to do something more. And so last year I created the first ever USAT sanctioned all female super half triathlon. And it's for women who either have battled cancer, are battling cancer, or women can race in honor of somebody that they lost to cancer. And so that was my moment, but it took me a while, you know? So I would say, don't rush it. Don't feel like you have to force it. Like just be open to everything that's happening around you and kind of pay attention and you'll find what really matters to you.
1: Oh, wonderful. And reading about that event last year was incredible too. So please tell everybody where they can read more about you and find you online and follow you.
2: Um, so online, you can find me at shestronginc.com, um, Facebook, all you have to do is search She Strong. There's a private group as well as a page. So um, if you're a female and you want to be part of that private group, make sure that you like follow that link. You can find it on the website at SheStrongInc.com. We are creating a new website for the Monarch for that race. I'm happy to say that USAT picked it up and this year it will be one of only eight female races that USAT is um, putting in their women's series. So I'm super excited about that. And then um, if you ever want to race or donate part of that race, the registration from it, we use it to create scholarships for girls whose primary caregiver has faced cancer. Mm -hmm. So it really impacts children too, having to, to watch that happen to their family.
1: Wow. Absolutely amazing with everything you're doing and have done and have overcome. And Brandy, I can't thank you enough for sharing your story here today.
2: No, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so
0: much for listening to Be The Good with Kate Cherichello. Whether you're listening on YouTube or via podcast, it would mean the world if you liked, subscribed, and or left a review. You heard about the good? Now go out and be the good in your life this week. If you have stories of good news that need to be shared, please send me a message. Thanks again and have a great week.